something Tim has told me, and uh, Tim's usually well-read on a lot of things. He has weird opinions about certain things, but science type stuff he's pretty well-read on. He was telling me years ago that when you remember something, you're not really remembering the event. You're remembering the last time you recalled it. Which, which is why uh, uh, memory, your memories of things change over time. To, to back him up, yeah. Um, every time you recall something, it's kind of like you're um, taking it out, breaking it apart, remaking it, and then shelving it again. And so the more you recall something, the more the memory... So what you're saying is fortune, fame, mirror, vein, gone insane, but the memory remains... Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of the Laser Comb Podcast, your favorite podcast where two 90s kids comb through classic television with a fine-toothed laser. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal. And I'm the Siege, the other guy. Siege. Yes. We're on episode 22 of the Laser Comb 22. Podcast. 22! <laughs> Too much laser comb. So... It's been said before. Those in the know know that this is Patreon month. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're actually, we've kind of bled over into February because, uh, well, I didn't uh, take into account how many $10 patrons we had. What are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? Well, it's Patreon month continued. It just means uh, our next themed month, anime month, is uh, only going to be three weeks instead of four. Suffering from success. <laughs> Too many Patreons. Uh, no, no, we, we thank you. And um, well, yes, we're, at, we're actually covering um, a Patreon supporter, a longtime fan of, the, uh, of our wares, uh, Bemused Horseman. Yes, I believe he's a fan of all of the shows. Seems like it, yeah. And uh, what did uh, what did Bemused Horseman pick for us to randomly dive into here? Uh, he came up with uh, uh, Total Drama, which was a show that, uh, admittedly, I had never heard of until he mentioned it. But Cal, you mentioned off air that you were familiar with it. I was. Uh, it's so got we... a lot of iconic, um, like internet memes too. <laughs> Mm. Um, so as we as we do every week, we went to numbergenerator.org. They're still not sponsoring us, but uh, hopefully, hopefully soon. Fingers crossed. Um, so we went to numbergenerator.org, uh, figured out, I think, total drama. So t see, total drama is like um, each season is different. It's kind of like Survivor, which is kind of fitting because it's it's a parody of like survivor and like those kind of reality shows um so each season is a different theme now you could take each season we could have considered each season its own show we could have much like you can do with you can do that with power rangers too right you do that with See, power rangers you could do that with jojo's bizarre adventure there's a lot big, of big bad beetleborgs you know big bad beetleborgs and um, beetleborgs metallics fuck we gotta cut for for the purposes of this podcast, 
we are going to treat Big oh, Bad Beetleborgs and Beetleborgs Metallics as separate shows, so we those can are, do, those so we can do shows, one of each. So we could do one of each <laughs> sometime down the road. Uh, but yeah, so uh, for the the sake of rent, like to be truly random. Um, I decided to lump every season of Total Drama all together, which I think totaled like 116 episodes. So put it through number, uh, put it through the old number generator and landed on episode 84 overall, which I think is the sixth episode of the fifth season, fourth or fifth season. Runaway uh, this, model. <laughs> runaway model. Yes. Episode six of uh, uh, the whatever number, fifth or sixth season. Fourth or fifth season. The season that's called Revenge of the Island. The season that's called Revenge of the Island. I should have done more <laughs> research, damn it. Uh, but I was just caught up in how much I enjoyed this show. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Cal, you're more familiar with this show than I was, correct? I was aware of its existence, yes. <laughs> its existence? Do you, did you have any familiarity with it at all? Not, not this. Whatever's going on here. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what can you can can you tell us anything about Total Drama? Uh, well, Total Drama, at least uh, this episode, uh, is a lot like Survivor or B- slash Big Brother, right? In that they can get away and talk to like the camera or the audience, but in this case, they do that by going to the shit house. Not a fan. Not a fan of the buzzing flies and the 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 idea of like them just taking a dump and like talk, staring the camera in the eyes and being like, "Okay, here's my plan." Yeah, I mean, and I don't know why that bugged me so, so much. Um, but what I found, total? I, I found it a little amusing because uh, I'm just going to preface this by saying I hate reality shows. I don't like Survivor. I don't like Big Brother. We've been duped and bamboozled into covering a cartoon. That's that's kind of like uh, doing a satire of a reality show. It is technically narrative based, but it is so it, it fits. But in a way, <laughs> we are kind of sort of doing a reality show. We've been uh, we've been uh, we've had we've had the wool pulled over our eyes. See, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the '90s. One of my favorite. Uh, lines of the 90s spider-man cartoon which we'll definitely cover on this show this podcast at some point because i love that shit growing up uh there's an episode where uh spider-man is being pursued by the shocker and he's in this like castle or something and he pulls this big like rug that's like on the wall he pulls it and like throws it at the shocker and the shocker like blasts it and he's like you can't pull the wool over me (laughs) uh that kind of humor amazing where the whole scene is revolved around that one joke that one joke that's not even that very good (laughs) but for some reason it's stuck out in my head yeah so bemused horsemen um we have been tricked we've been backstabbed and we've been quite possibly bamboozled congratulations all of those things (laughs) also thank you because i kind of had fun with this uh, it's not perfect, but and we'll we'll get into that. But we'll get we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. Well, let let let's start talking about uh, uh about this episode proper. The episode opens up with uh, uh a couple of dudes like going over to this to a bathroom, and they're like wanting to get in, and they're like knocking on the door, 
And they're like, hey, let us in, basically. And uh, we got uh, we got three female characters in in the uh, in the outhouse, which is kind of a stereotype unto itself right there. Like, oh, like the women are hogging the washroom. Yeah, good point. There's a yeah. lot of that. There's a lot, lot of, of there's a lot of stereotyping going on in this in this show. From what some I've of seen, it I had problems with, but it's some of it, some not... of it, I I found bewildering. Oh, okay. I'm I'm cur- curious. Put point those out <laughs> to me when we get there. Uh but, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get there. But the three the three ladies hanging out in uh, this, I guess you could call it a public bathroom. Yes, bathroom. So so we got the the Glamazon. Um, whose name I'm not familiar with, so I'm just going to call her Jersey Shore. Got those hips, though. Uh, we've, we've got the uh, the hot one, the, the, the red head with the, the, like, bright red hair with, like, the, like, small pigtails. Uh, who, well, like... I think that the chick with the big hoop earrings and the wide hips is the hot one, but I mean... Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I believe the. the I also the think middle... the tall one is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, so do I, and I'll, I'll get to that. The one in the middle, I think, his name is Zoe. But uh, they they mentioned that. Uh, uh, what's her? Um, Jersey Shore makes a comment about like uh, her looking like uh, Princess Leia got attacked with scissors or something like that. <laughs> Something she, like that. She makes yeah. a comment about her hair, and then uh, uh, Zoe is like, uh, "Actually, it's more Queen Amidala than anything." Which I'm like, "Your fucking hair's nerd, <laughs> fucking nerd." But also, her hairstyle is like neither of those things. Yeah, but I was for like, the both of you are wrong. Both of you are wrong. But for the purposes of this podcast, I am now going to refer to her as Padme. Oh, there you go. Throughout the rest of the episode, why not? And on the left, we've got uh, the cool one, in, who the one who, in my opinion, is the cool one. We got the the tall, broad, not very effeminate uh, uh, ginger chick, uh, Joe. I like this character, so I'm actually going to call her Joe by her actual name. Ginger? Isn't she blonde? She looks kind of ginger to me. Well, the the one with the pigtails is red hair. She's well, the, the ginger. The the one with the pigtails uh, has looks like she has like dyed red hair i see what you're saying it's it's hard to tell folks it's a cartoon it's a cartoon you mentioned that (laughs) but i i i think that uh joe is a ginger okay that's what's important so yeah it's important what i think damn it (laughs) and no one else (laughs) yeah and so they're just what talking about hair and blah 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 and they all have differing opinions on it that's the the opening yeah that, Uh, that that's the gist of the scene and girls talking about hair am i right <laughs> and um then we cut to um i think army dude is called brick um yeah I, let's go with brick i'm just gonna call him sergeant yeah let's sarge. call him sarge <laughs> sarge yeah i'm gonna call him sarge so we're, we're introduced to the dudes of the, the dudes. show the man and the, they're flexing and they're like patting each other on the butt and they're like yeah we're a team of men yeah, it's like, great. Oh God. It's great to be men. Put we're your men. hand in because we're men. We're and there's men a fourth hand. Together. Go- <laughs> <laughs> and there's a fourth hand that goes in. Um, and he's like, yeah, 
men till the end. Um, and everyone else freaks out and they're like, what's with the circus thumb? And it reveals kind of like a curly haired, you know, barely any facial hair, kind of like overweight, like video game nerd. I kind of get Seth Rogen vibes from him. I get strong Seth as voiced by Seth Rogen vibes. (laughs) So we'll call this guy Seth. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this thing. (laughs) This is my gaming thumb. (laughs) And And the uh, rest of the dudes are basically like, fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. (laughs) And so this is what I find bewildering is like this show actually like treats like the fact that this guy really likes video games and it gets like to a point of like being cringeworthy where he's like, he's like, it's been 14 hours since I played a video game. 14 My hours, is failing. Uh, 27 minutes, 22 seconds since I played a video game. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, is this the, like, what is this? Like the early nineties? Well, where and- we're like flicking the glasses off of like four eyed nerds and being like fucking video game virgin. Cause that's this, like half of the episode jokes are making fun of this video gamer. Yeah, uh, well, and that's and that's what I find bewildering is this episode is from like what, like 2014 or something like that. It's from like the early to mid 2010s, I think. Um, video game, like fucking everybody okay, plays boomer video writers. Games. I, it, well, exactly. <laughs> like everybody plays video games. Like it's like, not actually this, everybody. <laughs> pr- pretty much, yeah. Like. Like how many fucking PlayStation fours have been sold? Like 120 million or something like that. Oh geez, and uh, the last two years, um, they've had to increase production on PS4s. Yeah, PS4s <laughs> because there's yeah. a a shortage because of the P- chip shortage with PS5. And like the Xbox One sold something like 60 or 70 million units. Also, like, let's not the, discount the Switch, the Switch has sold like 140 million units or something like that. It's like Nintendo's best-selling console ever. And so the point is, is like, I'll, fucking everybody plays video games. And, so, and whether you like it or not, mobile gaming counts. Yeah. So your mom playing Candy Crush or that one ex who wasn't into like video games but still played like Triple Town <laughs> like in, before breakfast. That, fucking Farmville. That counts. That counts, bro. <laughs> We all remember Flash games from on Newgrounds, <laughs> or oh. you know maybe we don't. <laughs> uh, well, I do. I sure do. Uh, I, I actually I, I liked the videos on Newgrounds a lot more than uh, the game. I didn't really play the games. There so were some like groundbreaking animators on Newgrounds, dude. <laughs> I was a big fan of the uh, the demented cartoon movie. Seems familiar but it, not strongly. it's actually feature length too like i think it's like over an hour long isn't that where salad fingers originated too but it's like it's this really long like random video of just very and it, the the animation style is like stick figure but it's just like really like inane like stupid things happening in like quick succession Newgrounds, the creator of like stick combat yeah <laughs> yeah uh, the most memorable part from the uh, the uh, the demented cartoon movie is uh, the Ziki bomb. So it's this bomb with like a, a smiley face on it, and the eyes are like pointed in different directions, which I always found amusing. But he would like pop into a scene and just yell Ziki Boogie Duke and then explode. I, that's very new grounds. <laughs> it is. <laughs> There's a bit where like. Uh, 
there like a um there's a production of uh Romeo and Juliet going on and uh uh Juliet is like on the balcony and she's like oh Romeo Romeo where are you Romeo and uh uh the Ziki bomb slides in and he's like I'm here and she's like she's like you're not Romeo and he's like Ziki Boogie Duke and then blows up <laughs> comedy at its finest <laughs> fucking st- very stupid early 2000s humor uh if anyone listening to this is familiar with the demented cartoon movie uh leave a comment because <laughs> or just tell us how dumb we are <laughs> just tell us how dumb we are <laughs> that, that too but I, I guess we're not as dumb as seth on total drama because um they're like wow like um dude you're probably gonna go first because like we're athletes and real men are athletes and then Seth is like, hey, dude, like, gamers are athletes, too. <laughs> we got, like, crazy good hand-eye coordination and, like, like ninja-like reflexes. So, uh, who is, so who is the men team made up of? We've got Sarge. Uh, we've got uh, a, a ginger guy who I'm just going to call date rape. Because uh, he's... Uh, trailer park. <laughs> trailer park. <laughs> uh, we've got... Uh, uh, Black fresh, Lightning. We've we've got the Fresh Prince. Yeah, the Fresh Prince is. Was it you that told me that? Is his name actually Lightning? His name is actually Lightning. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Which we got one Seth. Is that? What are we talking about? And we got uh, Seth Rogen. What are we talking about? All oh, right, total drama. I don't know. I liked Black Lightning. I'm not calling that because he's black and he has a lightning symbol. Although that. <laughs> but are you aware oh, of what i'm talking about oh the the uh dc show yeah yeah uh no i never watched it um i'm not um i like i grew up reading comics re- like superhero fucking everyone likes superheroes nowadays too that's that's another thing much like stolen game, valor <laughs> but much like gaming was like a fucking nerd kind of thing like 30 years ago like uh but now like everyone is into it same oh, yeah, thing you with get a swirly same thing with superheroes like you read comics like back then it was like fucking nerd and uh sometime, oh, yeah. and, and, off- and that persisted longer than the uh than video get making fun of video games nerd did video games were like mainstreamish i'd say 2000s yeah totally. reading comics wasn't until like 2010s when onwards. hip-hop artists started rapping about playstation 2s i think that's <laughs> i think that's when uh gaming like finally hit the uh the like the, the mainstream <laughs> how long did black lightning go on for i'm going to say not long three seasons oh. Four seasons. Four. I was close. Oh, uh, well, apparently I'm catching up to do. Yeah, I was close. So and I didn't go over, so I win wh- the showcase. What is that? That I don't make the rules. <laughs> so what do um? Fuck, I don't. Lightning, uh, Trailer Park, and Sarge like set up a test of skill, or maybe Seth does himself to like grab cheese out of mouse traps, and it goes how you'd expect. Yeah. He grabs uh, one and they're all like, wow, we're actually impressed. Okay, maybe you are a real man. He's like, see guys. <laughs> and then he like stumbles, falls backwards and hits all for some reason, by the way, you know how a scene is made around a joke rather than we were, we were just talking about this. 
why are there 10 mouse traps with cheese behind him? Uh, yeah. Well, it's so and, he could fall into it. Well, and the gag here, too, is he was just when they were like making fun of him for playing video games, he was all like, Yeah, because I'm because I'm a gamer, guys, I have like uh, increased reflexes and blah 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 blah. I and remember this. Trips. I remember this was actually a like that kind of stuff was a. I was seeing people like defending the fact that they played video games all the time around this time online. Same. A lot. It was with, cringe. With, with those kind of arguments like, oh, increased reflexes and problem solving abilities, which there there have been studies to suggest that, yes. But um, it, it, yeah, you're, you're not a fucking like you're not like a savant or something just because you can like you're really sick at call of duty bro but also like let's say you are just the top like 0.01 percent of um counter-strike source right right um or csgo for some reason <laughs> um uh I have something transferring over to real other things that don't involve video games. Well, what are you able to like maneuver an Excel sheet better than well than everyone you else? You see, if the USS Enterprise has a problem with the ship's computer and data is out of action, they'll need someone else to like pull all those colored chips out and rearrange them at super speed. So we news we... my chance. <laughs> So we need, my time to shine. we need Gamer Bro to take care of that. <laughs> you remember All that on Star? Was... You remember that on Next Generation? Like anytime there was a problem with the computer, like it would usually just be fixed by data, like rearranging all those like colored plastic like sticks. If I've learned anything about sci-fi, it's that whether it's reboot, whether it's um, 2001: A Space Odyssey, <laughs> um, it's that you fix problems in giant like supercomputers by removing different colored pieces of plastic and then putting them back in other places yep or in the and if it's an external problem uh, on star trek the next generation you just divert power to the deflector dish and do blah 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 yeah. <laughs> because then well i mean you can divert power from anything well, it's just like the the deflector dish on Next Generation was always it was their like Swiss Army knife to like fix like for the writers to like get them out of uh, whatever problem they were dealing with that week. When you leave something ill-defined, then it plays many roles. <laughs> deflector I, dish, what does it do? Whatever we want it to. <laughs> technically, what it does is it deflects uh, space debris. Yeah, um, actually. Um, oh, no, that makes sense. Yeah. When they're going through like warp, warp space, warped yep. space, um, it would make sense that they need to uh, deflect anything in front of them. Otherwise, there would be an impact that would like exceed the speed of light. Anyway. It would eviscerate the ship. Yeah. Like even like the tiniest like bit of space debris would just like shred the ship like oh it atomize it yeah 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 so we should we should do Star there you go Makes we sense. should do Star Trek on this podcast sometime 
every oh we, that's a good point we we should do a that's star a trek point. month where we do like a different star trek series every month like every week ah fine with that fuck it let's do that after anime month there, there <laughs> you go oh yeah we're doing anime month <laughs> yeah yeah I'll, right I'll, I'll talk about that at the the end of the, when we the, do the end, yeah so what's happening here is uh seth rogan is in the bathroom talking to the the audience the the viewer us right and there's a little rat icon floating beside him to let us know that he's on team rat right and what are the girls team maggot i think yeah ew yeah ew because men are rats and women are Men are men are from Mars and women are from Pluto. Everywhere else. <laughs> Everywhere yes. else. There you go. That's that that's the correct answer. <laughs> Mars, planet man. Um, so there's some weird kind of like sub <laughs> Mars, planet man. <laughs> Sarge would love it there. Yeah, he would love it there. It's like, whatever happened to locker rooms? Walk around, look at each other's dicks. <laughs> it's okay if it's in a locker room. We're all naked. What else am I going to look at? Yeah, what, I else, what else? I think, think that was a line in like the latest episode of Peacemaker. Because <laughs> he was oh, like... Oh, I need to watch, I need to watch the... Oh, wait, not, no, you're not talking about the, the most recent. No, sorry. Yeah, no, not uh, not this week's, but last week's episode. Because he he had, like, nicknames for all of his, like... Oh, all my of, God. All yeah. of his, everyone he knew, and it was all, like, relating to their dicks. It's a locker room. What else are you going to look at? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, oh, let me guess, what what was yours? And he's like, oh, chimp arm. <laughs> or something <laughs> no no that's what it was chimp arm and i'm like uh like wait a second there's a lot of things that are synonymous with big besides chimp arm like do you have like is it is, is it, it very hairy, hairy? does it <laughs> like, does it does it have an elbow that bends like yeah. what <laughs> is there like a weird like extra <laughs> like <laughs> curve to it these uh, questions and more i don't want to talk about <laughs> so uh, what's happening listeners a uh, peacemaker on hbo max in the u.s and crave in canada great show go watch it i yeah actually <laughs> <laughs> um and uh, you know what watch the um like the intro for it it's on like youtube just go watch the intro for it um if that's not your style like if you don't think that's amusing and funny that's it. it it captures what the show is about really well in their little musical number that's all i have to say yeah totally if you don't find joy in that then you can skip the show yeah yeah so where, uh, where were we oh we're, we're in another shitter talking to like team maggot redhead right right flies are going around and Pat, padme <laughs> <laughs> And um, I guess one of the characters has a split personality. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, one of them, I don't know. She she's like into this one guy, and he like acts differently toward her. And he mentions that like his split personality is ruining his chances with her. And the split personality likes the uh, the the other girl, right? Hairspray. Because <laughs> she at the beginning Jersey of the Shore. episode, she she sprayed her hair. She reminds me of a chick from like Greece. 
<laughs> right? Um, she sprays her hair and she's like, now this is how you do hair. And she like knocks on it like it's made out of tin. Uh, yeah, so, uh, well, if I recall correctly, like the, the show doesn't really do anything with that detail beyond not in that. this not episode. in this ep- not in this yeah. episode no the only episode that we have watched ladies so, and gentlemen so they talk there's some drama um it's not important to the plot of this particular episode and what then is, what is important to the plot of this episode is we we cut to them like sitting in front of a stage and we get to meet the the guy who's organizing all this uh, this guy in shades with like gray hair, whom I'm going to call Anderson Cooper mm-hmm. for the yeah. rest of the this podcast. But like more hipster because like his hair is long and in a ponytail. Yeah, he he's like Anderson Cooper. He's like Anderson Mirror Universe Anderson Cooper. There you go, like a Bohemian a- Anderson Cooper because Anderson Cooper is like fucking sharp. Yeah, right. Like always, like clean, clean, like fucking camera ready. This guy is like. You know, he, like does peyote retreats <laughs> every spring. <laughs> yeah, he he's Anderson Cooper from another dimension. Yeah, and so not as successful <laughs> has to do this like weird teen drama show. Yeah, uh, I actually find this character quite funny. Uh, uh, I found it funny too. And there are some jokes coming up later on in the episode that uh, involving him that actually like things he said that like really cracked me up. So the gist of it is uh, their competition is that they get to dress a model and we're introduced to one of the judges, like the guest judge, who apparently was a contestant on a previous season. Yeah, I was like, who is this? Yeah, it's this like, uh, like pretty blonde model. And so the the group are, are all excited. They're like, "Oh, hey, we get to we get to dress a, a real model. That's really cool." So I'm like, "Oh, sweet! This is like going to be um, uh, America's Project, next top model, Project Runway type thing." Or, Which, yeah. okay. So I said, "True Confessions time." I said, "I don't like reality shows." Uh, uh, my my ex got me into watching Project Runway a few years ago. I actually kind of like it. <laughs> okay, so. I used to watch the hell out of Big Brother Canada, and I had had auditioned a few years. Um, I auditioned in person too. Oh, cool! Um, they audition you in like a group of five, and um, the guy, the uh, casting director, um, thought he like kind of had my number. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, like oh cool dude, right?" <laughs> And like, just kind of thought I was like a, like a, a dumb punk. Right. I, I, I don't know. Like he, he already had made up in his mind that he wasn't interested in casting me. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I'll, I'll try again or whatever. Maybe he's trying to get a rouse out of me or whatever, but he kept making like jokes towards me instead of asking me questions and um, kept asking the very basic, very boring looking like couple that was up with me right like oh like how would you feel if like she was on the show oh yeah i'd but you weren't oh yeah i'd support her and blah 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 oh but like you know what if there was like romantic tension between her and like someone else these shows are centered around interpersonal drama oh i know so that's probably what he was trying to that's probably what he was trying to 
gauge is how people like might react. And that's probably why he was like kind of like making jokes at your expense. Wasn't, but it was just weird because he wasn't asking like me questions or what I thought about anything. Right. It was just comments towards me. Um, and I, I just kind of like ran, like ran with it, you know, like, yeah, happy go lucky, like whatever. Um, but yeah, he flat out, he's like, oh yeah. Like, you know, like the people that like try to sell somebody that they're not or like whatever, like that chick over here who like showed up with like a cape and she's wearing like a horse head. Fuck her. She's not, she's not getting on. I'm not even going to like ask her questions when she comes up here. And I'm like, wow, shit. <laughs> but, I, but I get it. Right. Because when it's like day 10, day 15, day 30, Right. Um, you're not the girl that won the audition because you were quirky and had like a like a, a cape and a horse head. You're just gonna be yourself. And yeah. there's nothing worse on those shows than the people that just sit on the couch and don't fucking uh interact with the drama or scheme. I that would be me on one of those <clears throat> shows, which is why I would never be cast on a show like that. Man, I'd be so <laughs> fucking good on those shows. I already <clears throat> like socially engineer and manipulate like situations but but to smooth things out right right like to to oust to oust tyrants in certain like communities and and it's hard i won't go into any details maybe off air or uh like off topic and in preambles and stuff like that I'll, i'll get into that but like calming people and like changing perspectives and like that kind of thing is like my my bread and butter um especially when it's like people i i'm not like long-term like friends with and uh man i feel like i could fucking do great on big brother canada just saying just saying i i i don't doubt it um to get back to the to the episode so they uh anderson cooper uh tells the 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 gang that uh they don't get to dress uh, a model they get to dress uh some of these creatures that are apparently lurking around the (laughs) island of dr moreau (laughs) so i was like oh what so they have to go like catch a beaver or like whatever um apparently we're in the fallout universe because like all the creatures on this are to, mutated to what you said like the island of dr moreau which is like human spliced uh, animals and humans being spliced they're all like mutated and like very hostile or have powers yeah like, like the, it's, the, it's the fallout universe the the one guy like puts a uh, uh this a frog. frog that has a three-eyed like, frog a fr- three-eyed frog on his head and it like teleports him into the sky yeah i'm like at this point, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, it was like, I, what? what? Like, so, I, I thought I was going to go watch like a teen drama cartoon and right. ended up being like a reality thing and ended up being a, like, a body horror. <laughs> There, there, there's a bit, so we, we get a like montage of them like trying to catch like various types of animals. It was a bit that actually like really cracked me up. So, the shark this, the shark the shark bit one shark, uh, trailer park guy yeah yeah uh uh trailer park trailer trash date ra- trailer trash slash date rape um, um me on half of the shows where i'm 
recording just in a fucking tank top. Um, yes. Uh, also, I, I would like to mention, I find sharks inherently amusing. Apex but, predators always are, man. A little little known fact about me. I just, I, I find sharks funny. I, I, I can't even explain why, but if you like show me like, I don't know, like I, I have like a, uh, like swimming trunks and like a, a tank top. Not that I ever swim because I don't like water, but I have them, <laughs> damn it. Uh, and they both have the just like pictures of sharks on them. Oh, so you're not afraid of sharks. No, I find sharks hilarious. I think they are too. I I, I don't know what it is, but sharks just they're like thirty percent there's thirty percent mouth. <laughs> they have like multiple like rows of teeth. They're they're rad. I love yeah. sharks. Um, yeah. I had a I had a boss um who had like a shark phobia, like hated sharks. And one time when I was working overnight, I found a plastic little shark, like leftover. I worked at a hotel leftover um, in like uh, the recycling areas that I would clean out at night. Right. Right. And I found this like little shark in like a, a pose where it's like, you know, swimming like with a bent like fin and like it has its mouth open. And I just like left it on her <laughs> on her monitor. <laughs> um, nice. But we it's revealed we haven't talked about it yet that tank top boy is actually like really strategic and manipulative yeah and like is going in hard to win this thing and um he sees a piece of pizza on the ground because it's revealed that um all of these creatures like out in the wilderness of this island are not only they're, mutated but they're, they're smart. sentient yeah they're sentient it seems yeah, like they can so, wear clothes they do jobs they can make traps so and it's pe- that Looney Tunes. Go ahead. <laughs> so there's a piece of pizza, uh, pepperoni pizza specifically, sitting on the ground with like a rope, like trap around it. A Looney like you, Tunes trap. Yeah, yeah. You you step you step in the rope and get pulled up and from your leg and are hanging upside down. So, uh, uh, trailer trash notices this, and he's like, uh, and like. Uh, the this like anthropomorphic shark uh, is, pizza is, is hiding behind uh, uh, the tree, Giggling, watching yeah. <laughs> watching this go down. And he's like, "Oh, pizza!" And he's like, "Oh, wait, I would eat this. I would only eat this if it didn't have pepperoni on it." Oh, and well. he's saying this like out loud, like very loudly, this is so a trap. That, so that knowing that this is a trap, so the shark can hear him. So then he walks away, and the shark like goes over and in a bit that just cracked me the fuck up the shark like leans down and starts flicking the pepperoni (laughs) off the pizza one by one (laughs) and of course tank top um goes over to like where the um the uh the rope was and like cuts it and it's like the the weighted system or whatever like you know comes down and then the the shark is grabbed and and pulled up into the air right and then he this is this is the part that made it funny for me so that the shark is caught by its shark hand right it's anthropomorphic shark um and he goes ha, 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 ha. oh perfect no pepperoni and he picks it up and then and eats, eats a fucking piece of pizza yeah he's, he's not catching the shark to use it in the fashion contest <laughs> so there's an amusing nature to this that 
that is like, oh, he's not doing this for anything but like to the pizza, not to like avoid a predator. He's not afraid of like anything. Just like you try to trick me, I'm stealing your pizza. <laughs> oh no, I, I like that character. <clears throat> uh, I don't because uh, I find him like really like creepy and gross later on. Right. Yeah, I, I like him up to this point. <laughs> So yeah, he, we, he he starts getting uh, really creepy and gross uh, in his inner in his interactions and some schemes he gets up to uh, involving at one of the female characters. Well, he even so so it's funny that you keep using the term female, um, whether it's on purpose or not. He uses that like word, like oh the the other females or like whatever. And whenever I I don't know if you're aware, but like whenever I hear like. Um, it's a very like, I don't know how to say this. The internet always points it out. But whenever somebody uses like female instead of just saying woman, it implies some inherent um, um, lack of worldliness or sensitivity or uh, non-inclusiveness. Yeah, I do it I like both ways though. I'll say male characters too. Yeah, I know. I just, I just wanted to, 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 to point that out. I, because like the the characters, the characters on the show, show I think say it, say it a couple of times too. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. It's just a weird thing I've noticed, mostly on Reddit. There is a skeevy way you can say that, and that's that's the point. Just they're, saying, they're... oh, the female cast or oh, the male cast or whatever. But when like you know you like smooth out your eyebrows and you're like time to go seduce the females yeah that, that, <laughs> yeah exactly that's like, how you don't <laughs> or I, I was talking about star trek earlier the way the fucking ferengi say it oh that uh, is the golden <laughs> oh that where er, earthlings where are your females holy shit <laughs> that is good I've watched a lot of Star Trek in my life. She, she, you, you Earthling, you should give your females too much power. That's also pretty good. Can you tell which one of my favorite characters are on? Um, it's it's my least favorite um series, but um, Deep Quark. Space Nine, Quark. Uh, yeah, yeah. He grows on you, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I like that episode. Wow, we're good at doing <laughs> Frank impressions. <laughs> I like that episode of Deep Space Nine where him and uh, 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 what is it, Rom and Nog end up uh, crash landing, going back in time and crash landing. Roswell. The- yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like one of five episodes I've seen. <laughs> they go back um, in time. They are the Roswell incident. Yeah. And we actually, it, that episode is kind of cool because you, we get to see um, uh, their universal translators are broken at first. Yeah, so, so they can't talk to each other. They just speak alien. Yeah, so actually we, we get scenes from the, the humans' perspectives, uh, the male characters' perspectives. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> sad to throw that in there. Yeah. Uh, of them uh, interacting with one another and speaking Ferengi, which is a very very alien language it doesn't sound anything like uh like an earth language um 
But then eventually they fix their universal translator. Yeah, they and... do some tweaking with their tools in each other's like ears yeah. and then fix them. And I, I guess it works both ways because he speaks to like one of the Roswell like generals. Yeah, he's like, I, I remember it's a shot. It's right before the, the a commercial break. All of a sudden, he's like, my name is Quark. I got a business proposition for you. <laughs> I've got a deal you can't say no to, see? <laughs> uh, anyway, we should, we should get back to it. Well, this is, about... now a, this is now a Ferengi Star Trek podcast. We we should uh, we should get back to so okay. About there's a total drama. before before we um, progress like the the plot here. Um, I was just astounded with our. I've never tried to do a Ferengi <laughs> voice before, but I think we nailed it. Yeah, um, I, I do too. I, I've never um, tried before either. Um and oh fuck oh there's a scene where it cuts to the forest and we get a huge fucking buff like two-headed rabbit beating the shit out of a beaver with two tails and spikes and sharp teeth so all of the animals are like aggressive and mutated and fighting each other too a, a squirrel is shooting lasers out of its eyes like it's wild shit folks squirrel with fucking eye lasers yeah and and the gang are kind of like just hiding behind bushes and they're like what what do what we a, do? Yeah, yeah. What uh what uh How do we do this without dying? Yeah. <laughs> and the the girls um uh uh team uh what was their name? Team Maggot. Was it? They uh Yes. Uh they they find like a big like well they a they grub. find a, they they find a maggot out in the uh out in the forest, a small one. And it it has spikes in its mouth. It's like a a sci-fi worm. Well, right? well and it well, keeps the, puking. Well, the the one that they that they want to to capture and dress up is this like small, like cute little one that's just eating some leaves. <laughs> and they're like, "Well, how about that one? It's like it's small. It, it should be it's like the size of a beagle. Like that that'll be easy to catch. But behind it is this big like giant like mutated one <laughs> with like big red eyes and like big <clears throat> like sharp pointed teeth." And that's the one that's like throwing up slime and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, they end up going with one that's in between because they, they end up using one that's kind of dog sized on the stage. So I'm not. Yeah. They end up using the, the pukey. It, it ends, it's dog sized and it ends up puking on stage. Um, there's a side plot, <clears throat> which is video game guy um, talking to Hot Chick. And I can't tell if this. Chick is kind of like uh, works for the show, or yeah. she's is is that what's going on here? Yeah, but I kind of like the side plot. Well, I think the joke is that like she was brought on to by Anderson Cooper to be a uh, to to be a guest judge. She's an old a returning contestant from a previous season was the impression that I got. And he brought her on to be a judge. But the joke here is he's having her do, like, manual labor, too. Oh, these are two different characters I'm talking about. You're, you're talking about the, the model that he brought in. That, that's, the, that's the one that Seth Rogen uh, has the, like, weird, like, little romance with. Those are, those are two different characters. <laughs> no, they're not. I'm very sure that they are. Because one's named Dakota and the other is uh, Una Momento. One's named Dakota and she wears a plaid shirt 
and she has blonde hair and the other one has like streaks in her hair let me try it. if you if you go and find some screenshots of both yeah so if you go to like a 519 or whatever um the guest model uh, has like bright blue eyes brown eyebrows she's got like a head wrap and she's got like blonde flowing hair behind her and these big like gaudy um blue boots and it, that's a different character than um the one with thinner eyebrows and um uh just yellow hair don't worry i i thought actually was confused for a second too i was like are these the same character but yeah um one of them has green eyes and one of them has blue eyes and dakota is the one that's like the the laborer helping anderson cooper <laughs> okay all right anyway they yeah they have yeah. a uh <laughs> Uh, he, he wants fashion advice from her and she gets like really excited. She's all like, oh, you want advice from me? No one ever asks my advice. Uh, she's like, yeah, uh, stripes. Stripes are going to be the next, like, are going to be the next big thing. Stripes are in, Jerry! Everyone loves stripes! <laughs> yeah, she's very, um, she, she tells him it's top, talk, she tells him it's top secret, as in three whole seasons ahead secret. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> right um so but his team is like okay like how do we like get stripes on people then so they make like a clothing bomb oh yeah yeah they 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 take a, a duffel bag and like put explosives yeah. in it and, <laughs> and explosives glue, in it. Ad adhesive and explosives and clothes right right and they decide to, their model is um, probably the most lethal thing in here. It's Bigfoot. Yeah. Who yeah. is chilling in his cave watching TV when they yeah. throw the clothing bomb on him. Right. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, they run out of time and uh, they do the fashion show. And the mega tears are what uh, the the three girls and um, split personality and Urkel. We're like deriving all of these characters down to <laughs> down to like the simplest of caricatures. I, I'm actually getting confused as to where we even are in the episode now. Oh, sorry. Um, I went past. Um, Seth talking to Dakota. It, 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 it's like the the revelation that those two characters aren't the same. Character. I know it, <laughs> it, it's like completely just like like completely completely like fucked my my rhythm up. I'm like oh what? So now oh, I'm like so now I'm like uh, combing through the episode uh, trying to like I'm like I was, oh, I was right. doing the same thing. I'm like oh right okay right okay. So oh, the yeah. reason the reason I think the reason why I got confused is one they're they're very similar looking. And uh, they're such side characters that when they're presented, they're always with the judge. Well, they're always yeah. with the host. I mean, well, well, yeah. And like uh, she had mentioned, the stripes, and then um, when the fashion when, show is going on, we we see the the like ex contestant who is one of the judges, and like they're doing the fashion show. But then the the other girl like comes up and criticizes the stripes right away and i guess in my head like i guess i just wasn't paying close enough attention i thought she had like moved from the 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 i don't know whatever but yeah it turns out um the maggot comes out uh oh my there's okay so there's a montage where a few characters dress the maggot maggot up differently 
Right. And Jersey Shore kind of like is like, now here we go. And you know, like big hoop earrings, like giant like lipstick and well, makes her look like <laughs> you know, she's got some Jersey Shore going. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um they're like, eh. and then they let Padme like do do it, but they don't show the uh, the viewer. And then when they roll the maggot out on the runway, yes, I never thought I'd actually say those words out loud, but this is the episode we're reviewing. Um, she has like a, a big wig that kind of looks like the beehive hairdo from the 50s and like a polka dot dress and like a pearl necklace or something. And they're like, oh, very, uh, you know, like traditional, going for like a 50s vibes, you know, like the poodle skirt kind of like polka dot thing. And then um, Team Rat, Rat, um, they run out and they're like, in a very quickly, they're like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, our model is uh, rocking something. And they're trying to like talk about it as the Sasquatch, like, you know, wearing like a sweater and shorts, uh, runs out and starts just uppercutting all the guys off the stage. Yeah, it made me laugh. Yeah, the so the it consists of a variety of random garments that have been applied to his body. Yeah, so the the Yeti is wearing uh stripes, but they're um they're horizontal stripes. They're horizontal. Uh not vertical stripes, and horizontal stripes are no good, no Surrey Bob. They they make you look fat. And indeed, the they start really emphasizing the fact that this Yeti has a big gut. Yeah, he goes because he gets defensive and then literally it's a cartoon his gut goes and like breaks out of his his shirt yeah because that 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 is uh how uh body body fat works i mean yes as soon as you become aware of it it triples in size (laughs) yeah that that's yeti physique at least uh so the yeti like gets mad because they're fat shaming him and he he grabs the uh, uh the model girl and a jetpack and flies away. And Anderson Cooper is like, no, he took my jetpack. <laughs> I, I appreciate that kind of humor. So do I. Uh, right? Because there was no implication that he ever had a jetpack. So there are circumstances where like that random um, level of humor is actually humorous. And I think that that's one of because like he doesn't care that the this uh this model like get gets kidnapped. He's just like he took my jetpack. <laughs> and then he turns to the camera and he's like, "Will Lindsay survive? And am I legally liable if she doesn't? Find out after the break." <laughs> Which made me laugh. And it goes to obviously to a commercial break. And it comes back and he's on the phone. He's like, "What do you mean I'm legally liable if she doesn't come back?" <laughs> Yeah, because it cuts to presumably what he thinks is off air. And in a hushed tone, he's like, what do you mean I'm liable if the Yeti eats Lindsay? It's not my fault. She's delicious. And I'm like, what? And so then, you know, the... Well, there there clearly was a commercial there, too, because the the camera faded to black and then came back. Yeah. And um, he gets the rest of the the cast um, to storm... Oh, by the way, the Yeti? Uh, went to Skull Island. Yeah. <laughs> like, Skull, actually. Skull, uh, the, the Skull Island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> there we go. If if this episode Wait. is the Skull Island of Dr. Moreau. You'll, you'll find uh, Marlon Brando and King Kong just chilling out together there. And he'll be 
sipping margaritas and hanging out with his little friend <laughs> under a parasol. A severed <laughs> what a weird movie. The severed horse head under uh, <laughs> in the guy's bed. Now I'm talking about the Godfather. Make me, I'll make you kids an offer you can't refuse. (laughs) Um, I like, I I like what Anderson Cooper does here. So when he finds out that uh, he's on the hook, if she doesn't come back, he's like, okay, gang, a new round is we're going to go and save her. Yeah, that's it. Whoever saves her um, gets immunity. Yeah. (laughs) So they're like, Ooh. And I'm like, what is this guy's budget? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't that just endanger more kids? Uh, yes. Um, and then they really, this is the start of when they really start digging into video game guy. Yeah. They're, they blame him entirely. Keep in mind, they were going to dress him up in like army fatigues and like a jock strap, like gym clothes and shit. Right. And they're like, way to go, you fucking nerd. We lost the fashion show because of you, idiot. Yeah. And, and he's like, sorry, guys. I, I haven't played a video game in so long, so long. In my, 14 hours. My 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 brain isn't working. And I'm like, ah. like, like, like you said earlier, okay, okay, uh, boomer writers. Okay, boomer writers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so what uh, they trek across Kong Island. Um, there's some more like toilet shots, which I find funny and kind of like realistic as to actual um. Uh, these like side scenes that they do in Big Brother a lot. They're on Kong Island, where by the way, it's uninhabitable. Like you, you can't, you're not supposed to be able to survive here. And then they cut to a few characters in the outhouse talking to the camera again. Yeah. That's very Big Brother. Well, they'll they they will be in the middle of like a competition or a scene. And then it will be cut to like a contestant clearly shot after talking about it as if it's like live action. The, the, the power of editing, ladies and gentlemen. Amazing. And <laughs> so true to that kind of like style that that, that happens here. So uh, Trailer Trash is like, oh, yeah, Anderson Cooper is going to merge the teams any any day now. So I guess that's a thing that he does. So he starts to ingratiate himself with Team Maggot. Yeah. By like getting the redhead to think that he's like being picked on on his team. Yeah, he like gets super manipulative of uh, uh of Padme yeah. here, and and, get, uh, and gets a hug from her, and he kind of like looks up at the camera with a shit eating grin, and I'm like, hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is where I started to not like this guy. Ex- exactly, and it cuts to her, and she's talking to toilet cam, outhouse cam, and she's like, "Poor Scott, who knew he had a sensitive side." And I'm like, uh oh, uh oh, that that's why it begins. That's why I called him date rape earlier. <laughs> Cuts back I, to I, him in the, I the shitter, and, and uh, he's like pretending to cry, and then he starts maniacally laughing. And I'm like, oh, please don't do this, guy. Yeah. Uh, and so we we find out uh, that uh, the model chick and uh, the yeti are actually just chilling out together and the yeti actually looks really sad about the fact that he was fat shamed yeah <laughs> she's and, trying um, to reassure him but she's bad at doing it she's like oh it's okay you're just a sensitive snowflake but just like like you know like a really big 
like just a big fucking fat sensitive snowflake and i'm like what is up with everybody is taking fat shots at this yeti and by the way he's in his bulk phase he's not even fat like this guy could rip you in, <laughs> in half like what's where are my yeti rights at where are my yeti rights um uh, and so the the gang like uh finds them and uh the the model chick is like oh don't hurt him he he's just he's got issues he he's sensitive he's got he's got uh beauty issues and then joe who is my favorite character in this yeah. show uh who doesn't get enough to do in this episode in my opinion yeah uh, yeah because uh, the model says he just has big hairy body issues don't hurt him and joe's like i feel that <laughs> yeah I, I feel that i mean uh, did, did you hear that he's got issues there's and a flex yeah we we didn't uh uh, we we didn't mention, but there's a recurring uh, gag throughout the episode that uh, Lightning uh, thinks that uh, Joe is a guy. Oh right, and then yeah. somebody like makes a joke about like or like corrects him or whatever, and he's like, <laughs> "Good one." Whenever yeah. somebody's like, "Oh no, it, that's it, she's it, a check," and he's like, "Oh, you're pretty funny." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, "Did did you hear that joke?" But like my fellow man. <laughs> and but, uh, there's a there's but, a, but there, there's a there's a comment someone makes later on at, uh, at toward the end of the episode where about the fact that like because the implication here is that like oh like joe just looks like is masculine looking or whatever but then someone makes a comment about lightning not being able to tell the difference between men and women <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yeah so i'm like oh so, okay. some of the writing on the like a lot of it is like okay boomer writers but a lot of it is pretty funny too yeah and uh what happens um team rats decides to throw another duffel bag bomb at the yeti to stop yeah. the menace um and it explodes and they dress him up in like what is it a bikini and like one of those like twirly like little hats it, yeah he's got a he's embarrassing got a clothes he's got a beanie on with a like a the propeller, propeller. yeah i think those are cool <laughs> uh one thing that happens in this scene that i actually uh i saw what they were doing right away and i'm like Me oh, too. that's funny because the, when they arrived they're like what's with all the scaffolding here and um anderson cooper's like oh before i knew the uh, island was um completely on um like wacko dangerous uh you know I, I sent it here to make a uh, construction team here to make this my private resort and then it immediately cuts to a whole bunch of like psycho mutated beavers eating <laughs> like human bones and wearing construction hats and i'm like wow it implied like yeah like, like uh you know mass death <laughs> interesting yep. yeah um so the 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 gang like rushes the uh the scaffolding and uh there are all these barrels around and again like i immediately saw what they were doing what he they, jumps up and down and he, he jumps up the down scaffolding. and he starts throwing barrels down and i'm like huh they're doing donkey kong this is actually i like that this is, no i did too i thought it was funny uh and meanwhile seth seth rogan is like jonesing out he's like game must have video must game have. 
Oh, and, and right before he he Jones is out, all, all the the men, the manly men, they just decide to rush the Yeti and get the shit kicked out of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Seth Rogen like looks up at uh, Donkey Kong unfolding IRL before his very eyes, and even his own hands. Yeah. And he's he sees like, everything in the Dang. pixel world. Yeah. <laughs> we we are spirits in the. Uh, in the digital world still one life left it's like all on me now <laughs> it's not good but i like doing my seth and seth rogan impression right uh one one funny thing about uh this character is when he's running up the scaffolding he makes the little like the little stepping yeah sounds uh, a bunch of them uh, also uh, come up with the idea. They're like, "Oh, how are how are we gonna Lindsay? That's the the model's name. How are we gonna get uh, Lindsay away from the Yeti?" Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we could distract him with someone uh, with someone prettier." With, and uh, uh, Padme's like, "Maybe, maybe I could do it." And they and then, decide, uh, "No." What? Jersey Shore is like, uh, oh, I can't do it because uh, these shoes that I'm wearing. And then uh, uh, Joe, Joe ends up being the one to, she to do this. She, She's she like, volunteers. I'll take one for the team. I, I ain't afraid of no ape, no damn dirty ape. It's not makeup. It's war paint. <laughs> They're like, I didn't know you wore makeup. It's not makeup. It's war paint. And I'm like, yeah. 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 And um, the um, split personality kid um is like oh like oh we're running out of time you guys doesn't have to be perfect and he switches personalities to an old curmudgeon character and he's like you kids we're not painting the sistine chapel get out of my way yeah i i don't know what this guy's deal is i don't dig it no i don't either and honestly like he 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 was such a non presence in my head when I was watching this. Like he he was barely there. Yeah, and um, he just does something quick, and he's like, "There, just throw some rouge on it, and you're done." And then um, Joe is like, "Finally," and she turns around to go um, to go confront the the yeti. And, and uh, um, army dude like walks by and like looks in shock and actually faints. And Joe's like, now I know what they mean by drop dead gorgeous. <laughs> and it's uh, like literally Harley Quinn makeup. Yeah. It's... <laughs> like big fucking like blue splotches across her eyes and just red. <laughs> Want to know how I got these scars <laughs> splatter across her mouth. I got, I got kind of Mimi from the Drew Carey show vibes. Like if Mimi, if she was crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Underrated character. No, everyone loves Mimi. Underrated show. Underrated show. That's yeah. yeah. If you like the show, you like Mimi. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, somebody has to keep Drew in check. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's a show. Like I I've brought that up with other people. You're the only one who's aware of that movie, of that TV show's existence. Really? I think it ran for something like nine seasons. Like, people are like, oh, yeah, but like, no one I've talked to has actually watched an episode. The Drew Carey. Yeah, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I ran from 1995 to 2004. So I actually, I actually remember what? Yeah, nine seasons, uh, 233 episodes. I remember watching the series finale um, when it originally aired. I was like, oh, oh. this Drew Carey's finally ending. Uh, the finale was very forgettable. Um, I th I think he ended up uh, marrying Kate or something at the end of the right. at the end of it. Yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. Well, what what happens here? We enter like pixelated, like video game mode, and um, Sam, Sam is Seth. We've been calling him Seth Rogen. Uh, <laughs> uh, his name's Sam, and the right. the gang, the boys, uh, are cheering him on. Mm -hmm. And then when they're cheering him on, um, Lightning's like, "Go get him, you crazy couch potato!" And I'm like. <laughs> your video game like nerd jokes are like overreaching they're they're well, hitting they feel like they're from the 90s i was gonna say well isn't like calling someone a couch potato that's a very like 80s slash 90s thing yeah yeah it's only okay to be a couch potato if you're watching uh televised programming <laughs> it's only okay to be a uh a, a couch potato if you're uh, a chick on OkCupid and list one of your interests as Netflix as an interest. <laughs> I feel like um, you're you're speaking from personal uh, from uh, personal experience. I, that was just something that I always found really weird on dating apps when I would see uh, just women who would uh, have their uh, under their interest section they would put watching Netflix, and I'm like, you're essentially saying that you're a couch potato but then like a lot of these people too would be the same ones who would like shit talk me for playing like like uh mass effect for like six hours man i used to see a lot of like 4x4ing and like same thing just like generic like oh like survivor and yeah. stuff and i was like uh-oh if you have four by fouring and and survivor in your bio Hiking. And that, that's, that's, that's a big one on dating apps. I actually almost Hiking. just said that. <laughs> Hiking. And I'm like, you're a human. Okay. I actually used to say on my uh, dating profile, I'm like, I walk on average about 20 to 30,000 steps per day. So no, I don't want to go hiking with you. <laughs> I walk enough as it is. I, I do that. Um, valet at a hotel slash bellman um you better believe sometimes it's just faster to instead of waiting for the elevator to run from the lobby to the fifth floor up the, I, the stairs I believe, I believe it and um running to the parkade and doing the cars and it, a lot of running for what you would think is like a, a fancy like cushy job no right. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of sweating in like a three-piece freaking suit um but but anyways where, where the heck were we here oh um D dakota i said yeah right um oh there you go their names are dakota and Lindsay. we have proven that they're different <laughs> characters um everyone's... i can't i can't i can't believe i like dovetailed them in my head the first little bit of the show i i did too and then i, I was like oh wait a second they're both present in this scene how can she be down here and up there <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, like I said, I guess when I was watching it, like I just thought, like I, I was, so I was folding laundry while I was watching this. So I looked, maybe looked down and then looked back, and I thought she had just moved from behind the table to like up by right. the stage. Even though one of, them's, one of them's wearing a headband and the other isn't, and they're dressed completely differently. I don't know. Anyways. I'm Seth, just dumb. Sam Sam fails. <laughs> yeah, Sam fails. Um, he runs up and he's like, huh, and everybody's like, yeah, and there's an action scene, and he's got his hammer, and then the Yeti just kind of like grabs him by the face and like tosses him. Hits the ground, and everyone else is like, game over, man. Game over. Game over. Uh, so how does this resolve anyway? Let's start uh, wrapping this up. up soon. We get to see her, her makeup, right? And it's like literally like smeared purple eyeshadow right. and like red across her whole face. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, hey, sweet little hairball. Feel like a tall glass of gorgeous. <laughs> she's like trying to think of like s- sexy things to, <laughs> to say. And um, I really like I, her uh, hoodie dress, by the way. I, I find it endearing how like incredibly awkward she is when she's trying to be flirty. Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to be flirty and sexy. I kind of, I kind of like she, that. She's just incredibly awkward and like, uh, I it, it's in, yeah, it's, it's endearing. I, I, I like, I, I, I like that the, character. The character from this episode. We've uh, we've established who our favorite is. Yeah, and um, Lindsay goes cringe. See Yeti. Now that's an example of what not to do. And then everybody points and laughs. And uh good. She gets Times. angry and goes and upper punches him off the mountain. <laughs> and Dakota's like talking to Sam, who is like passed out on the floor, and she's like, Those are some pretty sick moves up there. And they're kind of like flirting. And then the Yeti lands on him. Presumably killing him. And then uh, we see um, Joe at the top of the the mountain. She's like, "That'll teach you for laughing at a beautiful lady." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah!" <laughs> Roll those sleeves up. And um, uh, by the way, t- to call back to that lol so random, Anderson Cooper now flies up to the mountain. Who he has apparently gotten his jetpack back. And he's using the jetpack to fly up, and he's like, Team Maggot, you've earned immunity. And I'm like, shouldn't only Joe earn immunity? Like, fuck everyone else, right? Right. Well, and indeed, speaking of Joe, like uh they, they go back to the island because they it's time to like uh like vote someone off. Uh yeah. they they end up voting but they off. don't vote anyone off. It's decided by Cooper. Yeah, yeah, and who well, now and, has black hair? Yeah, yeah. I was wondering about that. See, he him, I was, I was like, is he a different character? Uh, yeah, is, is this guy different? Does he just have? Is it because it's night and the the color filters are different? No, no. He he had dark hair in the last scene too, when it was still oh. daytime. I, oh, I was very, are they are different? Are these different characters? I I was very confused by it. Oh, um, I think they are, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we we like this. Okay, we like the show. <laughs> Give us a break. Um, but it seems that it's chosen by this guy or yeah. the host or the, the the staff of the show. Yeah. Not a voting system because they start flicking out marshmallows and uh, Tank Top and Lightning get one and he's like, you're both safe. 
apparently their names are Lightning and Scott. <laughs> All right. Well, today I learned. Um, and then he's like, as for the one who's going home, the toxic marshmallow of loserdom. And it shows, by the way, there's an assistant on the show. And he's like a big, like tough kind of like dude with like a mustache. Right. Right. Um, he's a man of few words. He's been playing all of like Sam's video games. In the yeah, background. he's been he's been playing his like his Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, because Sam's been complaining about all of his uh, handhelds being taken away for the show. Right, and it's it's been showing him playing them the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And, and speak, speaking an of Seth Rogen, he he's the one who gets uh, kicked out. That bothered me. Who tried more than this guy to get his team to win? He went and talked to like a fashionable lady, right? He advised his team. Um, right. He went to go tat- fight the the Yeti, even though you know he was a little bit wonky and like delusional. Like what? Why is he going home? I that yeah. that bothered me. He was the MVP, even though their team lost. He was the MVP of their team. Uh, right poor oh, sam well. whatever um, and what what they end up saying is um uh he says something insulting that i really hated um what's his name is like a simplify and uh they well what's the uh, anyways i'm gonna instead of trying to find it the thing really really wrap wrap this the thing up that the host like, says that bothered me was like oh you really dropped the ball on like today's one blah 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 and i'm like man yeah disagree dis- disagree like you said he uh he he was the mvp so after they get rid of him they decide to like switch members of the teams and so uh uh tank top boy goes over to the team maggot and joe goes over to team rat yes which means it's five on three right now and the way they do this is he's like i need a one volunteer from each team so he doesn't tell them what they're volunteering for and then he's like okay switch sides yeah so it's joe lightning and sarge Sarge. And so, and so Sarge is like, he raises his hand and is like, he's like, oh, welcome to the team. And she welcome like, to my team. Grabs his hand and she's like, you mean my team? <laughs> Which yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tank Top like nudges Padme and he's like, hey, teammate. <laughs> and like, she looks visibly like uncomfortable. I might screenshot that. He's like, got the excuse the term but the his rape face on right and um it, it does i i get what you're laying down yeah <laughs> he's like staring at her and like looming over her and she's like kind of like yeah like that- turning away from him as he's like cackling and another character even notices this and goes so cringe. clearly this isn't a, a good <laughs> a good guy yeah cringe and it's cringe. Oh, I guess they get rid of Sam by tossing him off the island in a catapult. Like in a, catapult. a medieval catapult. He's like, can I get my handhelds back at least? No. <laughs> and uh, what was her name? Dakota? Dakota comes up. She's like her number? Yeah. 
gives him her number. And she's like, yeah, you're really sweet. Please call me. And then Anderson Cooper, like, catapult ejects him. And he drops the num the piece of paper that has the number on it. And at this moment, I was like, no. Damn My it. dude. <laughs> and he wasn't cringy like milady, Like, no. at all in the episode. He was the uh, the butt of, like, all the <laughs> lazy, fat video gamers jokes. He... Him and uh, there was believable chemistry there, right? Oh, and he lost her number. Yeah, it, it, that that uh, that bugged me. You too. Yeah. Um, and so the the episode ends with uh, we'll see you next time, folks. With the um the the host um who is not the same person, by the way, <laughs> as uh, we watched this tw- at least twice, folks. <laughs> um, I watched it, like, right before we started recording. Although, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you can listen to this. We did end up bullshitting for, like, an hour before we started well, doing the show. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll find out ne- what happens next time. And it's kind of like a before it ends... Um, Lin- it cuts Lin- to Lindsay. Lindsay talking with some like irradiated beavers. The the beavers with the the hard hats on them. <laughs> the yeah. one the ones that uh, it, it implied ate the uh, the workers before. Yeah. So they've uh, got she, like mammoth tusks. Yeah. So she uh, uh, she's like, hey, does anyone know where the boat is? So uh, yeah, she's just <laughs> chilling near a campfire. So uh, her fate is uh, probably sealed. I would think. Nah, she's fine. So, There's a oh, lot of implied this person was mauled or punched off. It's it's anime violence. Right. Well, I think she's going to get eaten personally. Okay, but, okay. Um, and we will definitely look into that. We will definitely look into that. Uh, so, I liked the show. Uh, there were things about it that um, I didn't like. All the, like, the, the video game all the video game jokes and like having him be like the butt of the joke because he plays video games feels really outdated to me. Yeah. That, that's my okay. Boomer writers yeah. thing. Um, but a lot was fine. Yeah. A lot overall, of the characters are caricatures. Yeah. Right? Overall, but... I didn't, I didn't love the show, but I also didn't hate it. Like I, I enjoyed it. I, I don't think I'll keep watching it. I did too. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't think I'll keep watching it, but what I what I saw, I, I enjoyed these 22 minutes I, for the most I part. I do like how it looks. I, I like the art style and uh, the shapes, the silhouettes of all the... I appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate the character design. There we go. Speaking of oh, appreciation. Speaking of appreciation, uh, thank you, Bemused Horseman, for uh, choosing this show for us to review. It was It was a good time. Also unexpected. I I didn't think he would have chose <laughs> chose this. Uh, the these Patreon uh, picks have been kind of a, a wild ride because right? uh, uh, it's the, the it's such an eclectic mix of different shows. And uh, well, I'm here for it. Yeah, it's been all over and surprising. Like you think you think you know someone, man, and then they throw <laughs> total drama at you. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, that was episode 22 of the Laser Comb Podcast. Uh, 
If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where starting at the $5 and up tier, you get hours each and every week of bonus preamble audio where we kind of shoot the shit uh, before we record this or any of the other shows we do week in and week out. I mentioned me and Cal bullshitted for like an hour. That's common. Uh, but yeah, uh, before we started doing this episode, if you want to listen to that, uh, that'll be on the Patreon. Uh, you also, at the $5 tier, get a monthly-ish commentary track. Uh, so far, there are six of them available right now, and four of them are Matrix movies. <laughs> but uh, uh, Lady Glitch, uh, uh, co my partner and our co-host on uh, Alphanumeric, is uh, going to be picking the next uh, Too Much Commentary. So. Yeah. I'm excited to see what she what she's gonna choose. Uh, and yeah, I, I I wouldn't know. And at the ten dollar and up tier, you much like Bemused Horseman did this week, uh, get to pick a show for us to review a random episode of, as we just did. Uh, you also get our weekly news and current events program, uh, Laser Comb Tonight, which we're actually uh, about to record this week's episode after we're done this. So oh yes. If you want to check that out? Go to Patreon.com/LaserComb. Uh, social media, Facebook, facebook.com slash lasercomb. Once again, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Central hub for this and all the other shows we do week in and week out. Or you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at lasercomb. Spelled the same way. At Al. lasercomb. And I am at neocal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. Uh, give us both a follow. Uh, neocal, what are we next month? Well, this month because it is February. Because uh, oh we, yes, we we had an extra uh, Patreon uh, a sponsored episode. So uh, this week or this this month, February twenty twenty two, we are dubbing Anime Month. I've put a Twitter poll up for uh, shows to uh, potentially review in a couple of weeks from now. But Cal, what are we going to be talking about next week? I racked my mind over. Oh, I'm gonna let's. I'll and, do and, something. And, Will and listeners, we uh, Cal actually hasn't told me yet what his pick is, so that, I'm finding true. out. I'm finding out uh, uh, in real time here. So at first, I was like, I'm gonna make him watch something I like, and then I was like, you know what? No, I want to do something episodic, so you know we're not dropped in the middle of something, and we're like, I, without context, this isn't fun, and something we both haven't watched. So I chose Space Dandy. Space Dandy. Yes, sir. We watching Space Dandy. <laughs> I I have never heard of that, so I'm going to. I was uh, hoping you haven't. Space Dandy. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a manga. Uh, original the. Anime was 26 episodes. It originally ran from January 4th, 2014, the day after my 29th birthday, to September 28th, 2014. All righty then. Uh, so, as always, I'm going to hit screen share here. And we are at numbergenerator.org. Ooh, boy. So, number of episodes between 1 and 26. Here we go. Episode 7. 
What is Episode that? Episode seven. A race in space is dangerous, baby. They... Notice the naming scheme. Uh, baby. <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's a. Yeah, I, I I appreciate jokes like that. There's a there's a heavy, Japanese heavy metal band named Metal Lucifer, who um, uh, almost all of their songs are titles are heavy metal something, heavy metal oh, bulldozer, you... heavy metal chainsaw, heavy metal samurai, heavy metal. You shared Battle them X. with me. Like, yeah, they got some good good stuff too. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh Metal Lucifer. Uh, it's it's great. I I've been listening to them since like uh two thousand. I think amazing amazing indeed uh so the plot synopsis for this is hoping to impress the ladies at boobies the aloha o crew enters an intergalactic nebula grand prix against its glamorous reigning champion named prince his state-of-the-art robot z and his rat-like alien lawyer named squeak Dandy uses various tricks to stay ahead of his competitors until he catches up with Prince. At a pit stop, Meow runs out of fuel to refuel, to refill uh, Dan. I keep wanting to say Daddy, Dandy's tank, and is forced to substitute it with a mixture of various substances. While Squeak plants a bomb on the little Aloha that he detonates once Dandy comes neck and neck with Prince. All right, well. Uh-huh. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're going to be watching next week. I, I, you, you never cease to amaze me, good sir. <laughs> uh, it, do we know if this is available on anything? All I know is I watched the first 60 seconds of episode one and I jived with the character immediately and I stopped watching and I was like, this is it. This is what we're watching. All right, I'm going to I'm going to just watch. So episode one in a very low quality, mind you, is on YouTube. Uh, but let's let's find out because a certain someone might have a certain anime streaming service running out soon. Uh, it is available to purchase on iTunes. All right, well, I'll do that then. Um, uh, yeah, I'll deal with that later on. Uh, anyway, that, uh, does it for this week's episode of Lasercomb Podcast. We're going to get out of here. I'm the Siege, one of your hosts. And as always, I'm NeoCal. And until next time, thanks for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye. Take